Hey guys, here we are back at it for another episode of the Brew Chat Podcast. Struggle, struggling this morning. Uh, yeah, this is episode 230. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good episode. But before we get into it, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. Every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they've got a promo going on where uh, Thursday's kind of a wild card tasting. Friday, they got the growler promo. Saturday, they've got a wine promo and typically have some cheese or some prosciutto or something like that going on. And uh, did I say that right? No. How do you say it? Prosciutto. Prosciutto? Yeah. Well, okay, whatever. Uh, you guys know what I meant. Other than that, go get your tickets for Brew Skies. They are on sale now. That is coming up at the end of March, and then two weeks before that, Chattabruga is happening. And make sure you go to brewchat.com, click on the link there, and it gives us a little cash. You know, it's our affiliate link, blah, blah, blah. Hit that. God damn, this is hard this morning. I'm foggy up. Uh, this is probably the most sober I have done this ad read, too. Uh, yeah, and then Connuga's homebrew competition is coming up on, I believe it's the 22nd, so that's Saturday. That's February 22nd, obviously. But uh, yeah, if you want your beers in there, you need to get those brewing because you don't have much time. You've got about four weeks, so make sure you get those beers brewing. Contact me if you want to get in the festival or in the competition. And then uh, I think it gets you in with your pass to Connuga. So, you know, if you're wanting to just go and drink or judge or do all that, I think you should be good. And then you can go find us on the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com and then at brewchat.com, and that's brewchat, two words, two Ts, across the board that's itunes spotify stitcher all that good stuff and uh yeah this is gonna be a fun episode we've got caroline king from the bitch beer podcast sitting in for jared and then uh page pulse uh, page pole snack and did i say that right nope <laughs> prosciutto page Pelesnack. Pelesnack. yeah damn yeah it's all right it's a tricky name yeah. it's a and then uh name. kaylee dumas dumas it almost looks like dumbass like that close. I bet you've heard that before. Yeah. Never, never. She did go to middle school, yes. That was, that was the question. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to hit the button and not pour beers. You guys can have beers if you want to, but I'm not going to have one. So here we go. This is very true because you're like, I'm representing the city that I'm from. Yeah. And if I'm an yeah. asshole, because I know in Atlanta we get a lot of pass-through drivers. Mm. And it's like, I don't even like call people by their cars or anything. I don't give a shit what car you're driving. If you cut me off, I'm like, fuck you, Florida. Yeah. The entire state of Florida. Well, yeah. Florida, you can say, yeah. fuck your drivers. Yeah. 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 Well, Florida's rough. People want you to love their cities so much, too. Oh, yeah. It's like, I, I live here. This city is awesome. And I want to show you why. Yeah, you get a lot of that in Chattanooga. Like people yeah. here love this city. Yeah, love it. This city's Pittsburgh's dope. like that. I'm not. I'm yeah. from Connecticut. I moved to Pittsburgh, and they're like, "This is the best city." And I was like, "It's got bridges," and they're mm-hmm. like, "No, it's the best." So I was like, "Okay, cool." I've <laughs> never been to Pittsburgh. You gotta come up to yeah. Pittsburgh. It really is man. the best, though. <laughs> I'll set you up on my Murphy bed. Pull it down from the wall. It'll oh, be cool shit. That's awesome. Yeah, that's super. A Murphy cool. bed. My dad made it. 
Oh, for That's real? Yeah, for Did real. he just shove it up in a closet? or? No, I, I lived in a studio apartment when I first moved to Pittsburgh. Mm. Well, not first moved to Pittsburgh. I'd moved around to a couple different places. But living alone for the first time in Pittsburgh, I had a studio. And my dad made me a Murphy bed so that I mm. could have more room. Uh, and also, it's pr- it looks like a closet. It's pretty cool. It's like sit- my, my move, it used to be, I, I'm seeing someone now, but my move was go sit on that couch and I'm going to blow your mind. And then I would just go over to the closet and pull down a Murphy bed. And that was the mind-blowing part. Was it comfy or was it like a futon? No, it's it pulls down it was like a regular it's a queen bed? Size, it's a queen-size bed. That was your move? That was my... I have a couple other ones. We'll get to them. <laughs> That's actually a really good move. Yeah. I have my favorite move. I've told Tanner this one because I wear my bitch beer buttons all the time. I'm not wearing one right now. But like when I'm like talking to a guy... He'll be like, oh, I really, like he usually points out the button. I'm like, oh yeah, it's my beer podcast. And like, oh, that's a cool button. And I was like, uh, and then he's like, oh yeah, I want one. Well, and I'm like, well, you can have you can have my one. So that way they feel special. They don't know that I have a box of about a thousand at home. Because Sticker Mule is my sponsor. Sticker Mule. If anybody needs stickers, yes, I'm doing sticker, an ad on your podcast. No, Sticker Mule's great. I need to get some more stickers for mine, but I've got to redesign my logo. Yeah. I want to get some enamel pins really badly. Yeah, they do enamel pins, yeah. and they're awesome. The yeah, I'll, I'll send you guys a link for them, because I think I have, like, a discount code or enamel something. Enamel pins. Like what, what is an enamel pen? They, they just finally sent us um, hot sauce. Oh, is it just, like, a regular yes, pen? You know, like, you've got, like, button pins, and then you've got right. enamel pins that have, like, a metal backing to them. Like Those that? Are, yeah. Yeah, that's an okay. enamel pin right there. For our viewers at home, we are definitely looking at an enamel pin. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just a dumbass this morning. I don't know my ass from a hole in the ground. No, if you say that you're a dumbass, you're going to be a dumbass. No. So you are boss-ass bitch. You are hosting your podcast. No. And you're doing a really good job. No, I'll own up to it. You're a boss. I, I went a little too hard last night. It was my photo thing. And Congratu- Okay, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, well, you did such a good job. Yeah, and well, thank you. You were a huge help. Um, yeah, happy to do. I was the manager. I, yeah. Absolutely. I bought one. I bought the llama. Is it a llama? Uh, it's an alpaca, alpaca actually. Yeah. It's very good. He's a delight. You guys can't see his podcast. <laughs> what have you? What have you named him? Oh, that's a good name. I want to name him Tim because he reminds me of Tim. We have a very dear friend, Tim, at home. That's that is like a hideous llama that's insulting to Tim. <laughs> yeah, hopefully oh Tim's God. teeth are better yeah, than that. Tim does not I look like Tim. I think Tim would just be flattered. We thought of him when looking at a cute alpaca. Oh, poor Tim. <laughs> oh, we'll need an update on that. Uh, Sweet Tim. We'll do like maybe Tim. TBA. I don't know. I have a picture that looks exactly like that alpaca of him. I'll, I'll show you guys. Does and he then have his shirt on? on Again, I hope Tim's dental work <laughs> is way better than that alpaca's. He's but, funny. But yeah, I went out last night, ended up closing down Pickle Barrel, and which was a bad idea. I got up this morning, felt pretty raw. <laughs> okay, but where, and where were you you what? We lost you. You had to Uber back. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. were you up to? Uh, just closing down Pickle Barrel. And then had to go get my truck this morning. Is that Tim? That's Tim. That's and uh, I've been sweating all morning. So, and now I'm drinking this uh, douchey UFC sports drink because they didn't have those semen colored drinks. Knockout punch. You shouldn't have gotten the one that's called knockout punch. Yeah, that's the not puns helping. are too much. Oh, I didn't. I just saw red. I love how ambitious we all get. Okay, with I can kind of see it. Drinks like, yeah. oh yeah, this is a UFC fighter. Like, I need a UFC fighter <laughs> recovery drink because I am that hungover. That's kind of was my <laughs> line of thought. Very ambitious. And I was gonna get. They sell these semen jizz colored drinks, and they kind of taste like jizz. Oh, I know what you're talking about. But man, they work. I was really hoping to get, like... Oh, we just shared the best moment. <laughs> <laughs> she knew exactly what I said. I was like, ooh, I should not have said that. <laughs> but, no, this thing, when you step into the octagon, your preparation to find you 
Your, <laughs> your obsession for greatness drives you. And superior performance requires superior hydration. Body armor. I wish I had like a... Body armor. Like a... Dun, 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 like a really pumping music, because... Uh, I wish I real just, people did reviews of stuff like that. But like, when have you used this? And it's never in an yeah. octagon. <laughs> yeah. So it's a hangover drink. Why can't we be honest in our advertising and just yeah. be like, Pedialyte is. They how? just gave up. Yeah. Pedialyte uh, gave up and they just. just I mean, I'm shaking. That's how hungover I like, the, the, I'm. That's a little, DTs, dude. That's a DTs. Yeah. yeah. What were you drinking? You were drinking beer, right? Yeah, but a lot of it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I think I was trying to figure it out. I had. I don't even know how many I had at Barley, and I was drinking those fucking. See, I can't even remember it. Uh, Bells. Bells Too Hearted. Yeah. Oh, those will oh. those will fucking put yeah. you away. I had one last night, and I was like, no, I can't work out. Yeah, I I think I had four or five at Barley, and then went and had like three or four Coronas over at Pickle Barrel. <laughs> Why in that order? That's the That's worst. That's the terrible order. order to go in. Well, I saw somebody order a Corona, and you're like, that looks oh. coronavirus. Let's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I was thinking of family, like the Fast and oh. Furious. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was... <laughs> what? I thought, like, his family had the coronavirus. I was I'm like, like, oh, is this is how you want to announce that? Which, is that, like, a serious... It's very serious. Yeah. It's serious. Well, it's serious and, like, really overcrowded. Like, it's really just, yeah. Well, they have had um, reports, I think, in Texas and California now. So here? it is in the United States. Yeah, I think we had some, one here in Tennessee. There's some in Tennessee okay. right now, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, um, why they think it might be a really big outbreak is because people can't really afford to go to the doctor right now. And if they can afford to go to the doctor, a lot of times they can't afford the medicine that's prescribed, too. Jeez. So it might become a big outbreak over here just because of that. Because, yeah. Because our healthcare I'm super is stu- I'm super stubborn. Because there's been a lot of times, like, if like if I get, like, bit by a snake, which there's, like, snakes on the belt line. I know. This is just, it's just a, it's a mishmash of stuff. I'm so sorry. I got very yeah. distracted. It's all good. <laughs> Were you looking at Billy, the weasel up there? <laughs> Yeah, for everyone, yeah. I apologize. Very interesting. Totally want to survive this vibe, but I look up and there's a weasel looking directly. Yeah. Right at you. That's a family heirloom. My uncle killed that. Your he uncle killed, killed that? Yeah. He, not How? on purpose. He ran it over with a truck on accident, and then for some reason, my granddad had it stuffed. Damn. It was like in the late 70s. Oh, my God. So okay. a, Why do you have like a vaudeville? Like, I'm so sorry. I'm distracted. The first like, stuffed I weasel I've there. seen. Uh, yeah, that doll is terrifying. No, that's just a ventriloquist dummy I've had for a while, and then did he get practice? Why is he dressed up like a like a computer <laughs> repair person <laughs> that just got back from Mardi Gras? Well, he's actually dressed like that because at this marketing place I worked at a couple years ago, we used to make fun of the boss, so we dressed him up like the boss. <laughs> okay. So I, when, I was pretty. And then I on. hit him in my desk, and when the boss would go out, we were hey, yeah, like. How long did you get fired from that? Job? I did get fired from that okay. job actually. <laughs> I was like, Thank you. But because so of that? no, because not because of that. Of that. I got that. fired from that job because uh, that boss got bought out, so he ended up not working there after a while. And the lady that took it over that bought his part of the ownership, she was fucking batshit insane. And I don't know what kind of issue she had going on, but regularly she would obliterate the office bathroom. Like, it didn't even look like she aimed. Uh, I don't even know where I thought that story was going, but, like, that's not... Obliterate the office bathroom? I mean, like, it would be more accurate if I were just to toss this whole cup, like, from five feet back at the toilet. Uh. That's about... We talking uh, talking yellows or browns? Browns. Oh! Yeah. 
Sorry. And one day, I don't know, she had an accident, and she out on khakis. What? Oh, this poor thing. I'm starting to feel worse for her. And uh, what does that sound? Yeah, it's a crackle. I thought it was just me. No, I've never had that before. Okay. Um, Anyway, gone now. Uh, Yeah, so she was wearing khakis, and it was very clearly running down the inside of her leg. Uh, And... So the and she was nuts. Like she would come through and be like, "I hear you talking, and not those keys clicking." Like just, Wait, it's like, well, we have to talk to communicate our jobs together. Like, what am I supposed to write notes to the web department and be like, "Hey, can you make this graphic for like?" Yeah. So yeah. the lady that would run interference between her was out that day because she had had knee surgery. Um, well, she had been out for like two weeks with knee surgery. So I called her, this lady. We'll call her. Uh, Jennifer, yeah. So I call Jennifer and say, hey, you got to do something about boss lady here because she literally has shit running down her leg. It smells. It's distracting. And somehow this got back to her, and I got fired for telling her that she had Not even to her face. Like, it was a legitimate, I was like, hey, you need to, like, tell her. her." Because, A, if she's going to see clients. Oh my God. She can't have shit running down her leg. Jeez. And so there, there was a couple things like that. And there were a couple reasons that they, I never really got a clear reason, but I'm pretty sure that's the reason. Um, but they told me that I was stealing from the company and that I, uh, I was stealing clients. She eventually got really self-conscious of me doing this podcast because it was like right around the time I'd started this up. And at first, it was fine, but then as it went on and gained more traction, she for some reason thought I was stealing their clients. Oh, your which clients no, no, she was just nuts. There's not any reason I would want any of their like clients. No correlation. Yeah, it, like all their clients were just shitty small businesses. Like not good small businesses, but like Rick Davis of Rick Davis Gold and Diamonds. He's j- he's just a crook here in town oh. that buys people's gold. Oh, oh yeah. gold. And uh, like him, there were some pawn shops, and I don't really agree with pawn shops. I think they're kind of sleazy because it it preys upon people's bad times, you know? Yeah. And uh, so it was just a bunch of clients like that, not anybody I would care to have. And then she pitched. I did uh, online reputation management, which is like social media and reviews and shit like that. And she sold to some new client that they had an in-house photographer, meaning me, mm-hmm. and told him that I would go do this shoot. And I was like, I was very specific when I signed up for this job. I was like, yeah, I do photography on the side. That's not what you all are hiring me for. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to do that for you all, but it rates. is a separate thing and here's my rates. Yeah. But she tried to get me to go do it for my piss poor hourly rate that they were paying me. I was like, no, that's not the agreement we signed on to. And mm-hmm. she got furious. And then that kind of coincided with... Uh, the shit run and yeah. crappy boss. Things. Yeah. But you've come so far. Now you're your own boss. You're not hearing anything? Yeah, I'm dead. Completely dead. Try mm-hmm. unplugging it and plugging it back in there. So what you're telling us is that you were unwilling to dress no. the mannequin up as her with some crappy khakis. Yeah, I would appreciate uh, that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Still not hearing anything? Mm-hmm. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. I, I can oh, hear oh, you. Yeah. A little bit? No, I can't hear. Oh, now I can. All right. Nope. 
It went out. I it can't out. tell. Damn. Oh, got it. I got it. Okay. Right, I'm not gonna touch it. Okay. Cool. Good. Yeah, I gotta fix that. Um, can, try talking in your mic. Hello. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Maybe get like a little bit closer to your mic. Okay. Yeah, because you've got the little pop thing on there. So. Okay. I was scared because I was laughing. I was like, I want to um, blow someone's eardrums out. <laughs> but yeah, how are you guys doing? All the way down here from Good. Yeah. Good. We're doing good. We've had a lot of fun on our run. This is our last day in town. We'll be heading back to Pittsburgh today. Yeah. Long trip ahead of us. That's We've awesome. been getting along really well, though. So I've been enjoying it a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. How it, far south did you go? This is, uh, well, I think Huntsville, Alabama is a little bit further south. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. to the west yeah. of here. So that's the that's the deepest we went. We had originally planned to go down to Atlanta, too. But mm. uh, our plans had to change. Yeah. No, come to Atlanta. <laughs> Another time, definitely, we'll make it all the way down. Yeah, I want to go to Atlanta. I've never been. I would love. I'd love to. I spent a lot of time in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, last year, I have some really good um, stand-up contacts down there too. Great. Um, yeah. I'll next time you guys are coming down, just let me know and I'll um, hook y'all up with some good people. When well, she runs a couple comedy film festivals too. Mm-hmm. Oh no kidding! Yeah. Yep. Oh wow! Yep. Yeah. Women's comedy coming up March twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Very excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, where where are y'all from originally? You were saying Connecticut. And... Yeah, I'm originally from Connecticut. Oh, cool. I'm from Western PA. I grew up just north of Pittsburgh. <coughs> nice. um, did a little bit of moving around uh, when I was younger, but I've lived in Pittsburgh for uh, a decade now. So like in Pittsburgh proper for a decade now. So that's that's my like adult from uh, location. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like all of us have to have that. It's like, yeah, I grew up here, but yeah, I like mm-hmm. I chose to mm-hmm. live here and I've lived yeah. here for a long time. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. Uh, how long have y'all been doing comedy? I've been doing it for a little over a little over two years now. Awesome! I'm uh, I got four years in comedy. That's great. Yeah, and I love doing it. It's yeah. absolutely my favorite thing to do. That's awesome. How did y'all get started with it? Uh, I took a class in uh, Arcade Comedy Theater, which is one of our theaters in Pittsburgh. And then after that, they're like, "Just go to open mics and just throw you out there." That's awesome. I, I can't I can't remember what college it is. It's one of the big ones, like not it, Harvard, but like. Almost that level, but they've got a comedy yeah. major. Huh. I'm uh, like. That's really cool. Is it though? Yeah. Is it? I mean, just. Yeah, just, I would have majored in comedy. Just is, go do it. Which one? Is it Yale or Harvard that has the uh, Lampoon? Because it might be that one. Is that Harvard? I think it may be Yale. Yeah, because one of the, I think that's probably that yeah. one. Because the Lampoon became, you know, just its own beast. Yeah. I think people started going to the school specifically for that, so. That I mean, yeah, sense. I just, I mean, maybe if they prep you for the business side of it, I guess. I mean, but you can't really... I think that's I mean, you're just kind of... You're, you're funny or you're not, to a certain degree, I feel. I think at least the class that I took was helpful in that it taught you kind of the concept of jokes, so you're not just like... I always think that you can teach someone how to write a joke, but yeah. you can't teach someone how to be funny. No. Yeah. Also delivery too. And you get a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, I'm trying to be the next Amy Schumer. But it's like, no, like what the fuck do you find funny? Yeah. And say it in a way like you're telling your friends about mm-hmm. it. You know, like yeah. that's the, you know, a lot of people don't realize like that one guy, I won't say his name. Yeah. But yeah. He would always try to like imitate other comics and he's oh, just yeah. really dorky and and I'm like, just be yourself, because you're a weird you dork. Be a weird dork. Yeah, like, yeah. And he would just try to be cool all the time. No. But the times that he was like honest, it yeah. was like he, like, he had one joke. He cracked me up, because I was laughing at him, not with him, because he was like, well, this one joke that I have, I told it because I hadn't been late in a while, but I just got late, so... And then he told the joke, and I'm like, th- like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. God damn it. Well, Shit. 
<laughs> he's he like won't marking it off. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. You're a dork. Like, it's not yeah. funny. We also we have people like, or that that happens where like you have so many sets. I've done that where you have single like all these single bits, and then all of a sudden you start dating someone and you can't. It doesn't feel genuine. Yeah, you have to change it up. You just have to write new yeah. material because yeah. it just doesn't feel right. I had a. This is. I had a, a lot of, I, I was off my meds for about nine months. And in that time I had written like a lot of material about, don't you guys hate it when you're off your meds <laughs> and crying all the time. Uh, and now like I, I've, I'm very, I'm very well medicated at this point And I just don't feel comfortable being like my, my psychologist hopes I'm well. You should have been like sharpening a knife on stage. Yeah. Start <laughs> no. Doing that. Just, no, no. There could have been a few mm. of those where we would have been like, yeah, that tracks what's yeah. happening right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just, you know, as, as your life situation changes, your material changes with, yeah. with what you, you identify with because I feel like comedy has to come from a genuine like, place for it to be sellable. For, mm-hmm. for people to, to mm-hmm. identify with you or believe you, it has to have like that verisimilitude, that authenticity um, to it. Or good, people good aren't going to buy what you're, what you're putting out, you know? Yeah. There's a couple. I mean, the Chattanooga comedy scene, we've always had the JJ's mic. Yeah. Uh, always had that. Barley started up maybe about a year and a half ago. And then now it's getting about like a podcast where everybody's got one. Got a mic, I mean. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, now there's like four or five open mics here. I don't know. There's a ton of comics. Here. I mean, I would say there's a handful of comics that are actually mm-hmm. trying to achieve yeah. something with trying it. And then other people are just kind of going, hanging Obvious. out. Yeah, the people that are like really going for it are really going for it. Like, you know, like Ethan, Natasha, Donnie. Yeah. You know, some people like that. Yeah, putting in the work. Yeah. yeah. Putting in the footwork. We yeah. have a huge thing because they were telling us about what's the awards? The Donnies. Yeah. The Donnie Awards. Yeah. So, like, they were saying, Oh, you got so- some Donnies. Oh, yeah. oh, congratulations. Those are coveted. Those are coveted. Uh, I, I don't think I really won them, though. I mean, I was the only podcast Perfect. nominated. So, hey. done. But, like, hey. I- we thought it was so cool, but then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's got a little room with 30 comics. And we're like, we can't do that in Pittsburgh. We would have to rent a hall yeah. for all yeah. the comics. And it, Chattanooga's scene is growing, and, like, the, there's new mics coming out to mm-hmm. it and stuff. And it's, it's like, really cool to have been, like, on the outskirts and seen yeah. how things are changing. Well, it's weird being here and watching it grow because, I don't know, maybe the JJ's mic is the longest running, I think. And it's been going... I don't know, I'd say JJ's open in like 2006-ish. Oh, wow. And I think it's been going since 08, 09 or something like that. That's awesome. And just watching the scene grow, because I used to not give a shit about comedy here, and there really wasn't a place to go see comedy other than the comedy catch. catch. And then that wasn't even really a comedy club. I mean, it functions a little bit more like a comedy club now because they're in the new location down there by the Choo Choo. But before, yeah. it was more of a venue. Like, Oh, yeah. It wasn't yeah. like a place where you go as a comic to work on material or any of that. It was just, oh, Polly Shore's in town this week. I was literally or, about to say Polly Shore. Yeah, I was they, like, it's they places get Pauly, where like Polly Shore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now they get some pretty big names. They had TJ Miller there. Oh. Like, hmm. I don't know. It's maybe back at the beginning of summer. And then he came a month later. He just had a good time and was like, oh, I'll come back through. I did, um, yeah. I did the comedy catch with uh, DJ Sandu uh, in October when I was here mm. for the Lookout Festival. Yeah, yeah. But the first, the first interaction I had with Chattanooga was uh, going to JJ's Bohemia um, with another Pittsburgh comic, and we came up from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and we did the room, and I, it was an absolute blast. 
and it was it it I felt like I like just nuked the room mm. and then they like passed around this bucket. I sat outside and smoked weed with the local natives and yeah. it was just such a welcoming place to be. One well, JJ's is kind of this uh linchpin of counterculture. Like as our city's growing, I mean it's turned into a real city in the past six years. Like before it's like eh, it's a town. And uh well just to give you a frame of reference, we used to play this game in high school called uh Fugitive. It's basically tag in cars. We would oh. play that downtown. Could not do that today. No. Wow. Like it was just it was a smaller place. And JJ's is kind of one of the last vestiges mm-hmm. of that old Chattanooga of just That's so interesting. Yeah. So it's really cool to watch it grow. But I really hope nothing happens to JJ's because I love John, but he's not the greatest. You remember John from Coldstone? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> God, we were like 16, 17 years old. Okay, so when I moved to Chattanooga, because I was born in Chattanooga, but then moved back to Louisiana, well, moved to Louisiana when we were like 11, and then uh, Hurricane Katrina happened my senior high school, so I moved up. John kept calling me the Katrina victim. And it was really funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. and But, yeah, he'd be like, oh, yeah, she's our Katrina victim. Uh, we hired her because she was a victim of Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But he was so funny because remember that, like, there was this commercial. It was this, like, fake Volkswagen commercial. And it was, like, really offensive <laughs> because it was this, like, he watched this video with us all the time. And it was this, like... Um, this guy is like pulls up in front of like a town center clearly in the Middle East and then he like opens his jacket and it's like a bomb and he sets oh. it off and then on the inside it just goes and the car's fine and then it says Volkswagen small but tough. Oh Was my this God. a legit commercial? What? Yes. What? Wow. And I was like what? And he kept showing it to us and we're like what? and he would just die like rolling on the floor laughing. I was like what the fuck? Wow. I loved working with John. He's hilarious. Yeah. I adore him. No, I'm trying to get him on here, but yeah, he's a little be... hard to get a hold of. Oh, man. Yeah. I want to come on here with that. Yeah, I, I really want... Because he told me stories... Because we know each other from Coldstone Creamery. Yes. Like, okay. way back in the day. We're talking 2005, 2006. Yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, i just gotten out of high school. She was... You were maybe still in high school. Yeah, I was, my, I was a senior. And, uh, yeah, I hadn't talked in, like, 10 years. And then... I noticed her name on the Hopped Up Network, which is the podcast network we're on. And I was like, wait, Caroline King? Wait, hang on, let me look at this. And then I went and checked out the podcast, and it was her. And I was like, and this podcast is based out of, like, New Jersey or somewhere. I don't even know where it's this podcast network. Yeah. So it was just weird. It was, like, from ice cream. Hadn't talked for 10 years. So to go from ice cream to beer, it was just strange. But, yeah, yeah, I used to work with John, and we wouldn't do shit all day. We would make ice cream, but that's about it. That's every like high school job. Yeah, yeah. it was what great. Do you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I loved the job, and I was like super serious about it too, because I'd be like, okay, we need to make some new recipes and send them to corporate, and then I started <laughs> making the cakes and stuff. It was great. I got really serious about it. <laughs> it was. I was really excited about it. When the owner was fucking great, because she was drunk that all the time. Awesome. She was, and she was like, oh, we should turn the ice cream maker into a margarita machine. I'm like, yeah. I was 17, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I can't benefit from this, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. She was, I used to babysit her kids all the time. I used to pressure to wash her driveway. Yeah, she was, yeah. we've talked about this. She was really good about, like, finding yeah. odd jobs for all of us. Aww. Like, if we needed extra money, she'd be like, you can babysit my kids. Because she was too drunk to do it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. Hey, I'm here for it. Why not? I did. Um, I was a personal assistant for my high school job. It was a very odd time in my life. 
but I worked for this woman who was a professional photographer who worked out of her home, but they had like a studio built into the home. That's awesome. And so I would watch her three kids and then do like dishes and laundry and like run to the store <laughs> and like take, I took the kids to the country club and I was just Ooh. like, I was like, had all these big tote bags full of, oh full of towels and stuff. And they would go swim and come out. I would burrito them up and they'd sit on the lawn chair. And I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm a mom. I am, I am 17 years old. I have three children. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. They were, they were great. They were very sweet kids. They're like grown up and like really cool now apparently because they friended me on Facebook of course oh, that's awesome yeah I did not accept her request isn't that but... weird though yeah it's really strange yeah I'm just like oh my goodness Max turned into such a cutie and then I was like no can't say that <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no that's I used to teach this uh, little girl guitar lessons like while I was working at Coldstone I would get done at Coldstone so I was 18 19 she was 6 and then now she is like 22, 23, married, about to get a divorce. What? That, that's, that like, tracks. Jesus. Okay. And again, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, you're kind of cute. No. No. Yeah. yeah. I can't. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. That's yeah. so funny. It's too I, much. Yeah. Because it's legal does not mean it's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's creepy. Some banner. Because you oh, have it that is creepy. Yeah. Before. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I um. I had a woman. I have a. I'm pretty pretty dirty material and people sometimes come up to me after after a show and they'll be like want to hear a dirty story about oh my life oh god and no. this one woman was like i used to babysit his kids and we're married now and i was like you are every woman's worst fear I was just like you're my nightmare <laughs> no she is a nightmare for like isn't that your worst nightmare that your babysitter's going to i don't know maybe i'm the only one or maybe it's just like yeah like not like I don't, don't know. brag like about just, it. Yeah. Also, like the husband, like don't be a dick. Don't be a creep. Don't creep on the babysitter. Yeah. Like cheat on your also wife like with someone else. If you're if if you're like okay, if there's a guy that's enough of a dirt bag to cheat with the babysitter as the babysitter, why would you get with that guy that cheated? Like no, well, that's this a is a cycle because you're that's so hormonal as old when you're time. that age. So if once a cheater, always a cheater, all that bull yeah. crap or whatever. Yeah, I don't like, know. That's, if that's how true you. Either. I don't think that's true. But like nine times, if you meet someone and that's like the situation you meet, like. Yeah. What do you think might happen in like 15 years? Yeah. Like, what is that? It's the, still creepy. The yeah, Brad it's creepy. Shit. I'm not getting any better looking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're all past the curve. <laughs> no, like, that's like one I'm, thing. Like, I'm real lucky yeah. that I'm like kind of funny. I like kind of got like a decent Jeez. personality because it's like, come on. Like, yeah, that's kind of what all of like as the age goes up, it's like, all right, I got to yeah. work with something. Well, what that was what we were talking about on the way down here. We we're like, it's very hard if you grew up like gorgeous, yeah, to be Ugh. like a comic or something. Like, not that you can't do it, but you do have to overcome that. <laughs> you know Don't what? you hate it when people mistake you for a model? Yeah. Oh my god! Exactly. Like you have well, to. It always gets to, me. Like, dig out of you know, like you can't. Yeah. Like I'm sure, like Colin. Jones you need to have gorgeous. some sort like, of. He must have been yeah. hideous as a kid, or like something yeah. happened because you can't look like that and be like. Well, I like it always hard. gets me when you see like a really. Attract male or female, just a super attractive person working like a dead end sort of job. You're like, what's happening? Like, what's? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Everybody needs money and a job, but use your privilege. Yeah, you're really good looking. Like, why are you working at McDonald's? Yeah, like, it's always it always strikes me. Like, there's this babe that used to work at the Dayton Boulevard McDonald's, and every time I was through there, it was like 
I, I couldn't compute it. Like, I have some questions. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's this really hot dude that was working at the Wendy's drive-thru oh my God. I go to all the time. And I, it, I was just like, oh, my God, this dude's, like, way too hot to be working at Wendy's. <laughs> and then it occurred to me. I was like, oh, he's probably, like, 18 years old, like, <laughs> doing his first job. Yeah. Like, yeah. I started Oof. going on, like, TikTok. Like, I was that person. I was like, oh, this is so dumb. And now I'm obsessed with it. Like, I'm scrolling all the time. And there's – it is – everyone's literally, like, 16. And you have to, like, scroll into their profile and then, like, check because they put their, like, ages in wow. it. Because I'm like, oh, they're so cute. And it's, like, 17. I'm like, what? It, like, we didn't look like that when we were 17. <laughs> no. I know everyone no. says that. But I'm like, I didn't know how to use makeup. I didn't mm. know where my boobs were supposed to be. Like, it's just, and every girl's, like, had to do great makeup. Like, mm-hmm. all the guys, like, are doing their hair with gel. And, like, we had one dude who, like, went to one good hairstylist. And, like, that was it. Well, even take it down, like, to an even younger level. As I was teaching with a nonprofit a couple years ago. And... It was like fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. Yeah. These kids dress like little models. Like yeah, they know how to dress themselves. Frosted tips and like yeah. hair done certain ways. Like frosted nice tips. Are we oh. back in the nineties? Yeah, like, we are. Yeah. That one slide because I mean, bless his heart. Like you he's probably trying. think that's a completely different thing, or it is someone who did oh, frosted tips. Yeah. Someone yeah. called my highlights streaks the oh. other day, and I was like, first of all. And Kelly Clarkson How dare just appeared you? in the room and just slapped them. Yeah. <laughs> God, those little blonde chunks. Nice streaks. So one thing I'm interested, um, like as so as female comics, because really I feel like in the past, like really like four years, the landscape mm-hmm. of comedy has really changed as far as like men being called out and all kinds of other bullshit. How has it kind of changed since y'all got involved? And then from being not just a woman in comedy, but just comedy in general. How do you see your audiences changing? Because I, I used to do stuff at Second City up in Chicago, oh, and yeah. people were very respectful in the audience. And now I've got friends who are at main stage at Second City, and they say that people are, like, heckling them now, and people now. are super rude. Oh, wow. And so, like, how has it changed since you first got involved and then to what it is now? I'd say I, – I would say that um, – that there's obviously been some changes in the entire landscape of comedy, Mm -hmm. but as far as like your experiences evolving, it really depends on where you go to get those experiences because whether you're working with like an older crowd that dished out hella dough to, Mm -hmm. to see you are going to be a lot more attentive and a lot more respectful of your, of your act. Whereas if you're doing like a show um, that doesn't have a cover, that's at, uh, at a place that already already has people drinking at it that don't even know a show is about to happen. Mm. You're going to run into a lot more disrespect. And even when it comes down to your material, there's some things that people enjoy hearing from men. Right. And not particularly fond of from women. Right. So it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to overcome that, especially with, um, particularly my material is, is, uh, sexually charged. And a lot of it's about modern dating and that's sometimes not... It depends on what the crowd is able to identify with. I love playing to a, a crowd that's around my age mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they are the ones that can connect the most with the material. Right. Yeah. The show we did last night, I said that, like, repeatedly, that I... Because I've been only doing for a little over two years, and fits were great, but we get a lot of mixed crowds where it's either, right. like, you know, starting to get into your 40s, something like that, or it's a much, much older crowd. And last night was the first time I had, like, a full <clears throat> crowd that was my age and my like brain blew. That's awesome. I was like, this is what it's like. This is nice. When the, the palace brings in a really good crowd like, down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. weird seeing people my age being like, I really liked your set. I'm like, this is so bizarre. That's so strange to me that that's strange to you. 
Yeah. Because that's pretty much all I see here. It's like, yeah. If there are older people that come out to like barley, like the yeah. only time I can recall that somebody got heckled really bad was Ethan has this abortion joke. And uh, it's not even like, bad. Uh, yeah, it's not even bad. He's just, uh, it's something roughly, I'm going to butcher it, but it's roughly, uh, he talks about, you know, they say troops save lives, abortion saves lives. Think of how many jobs were saved due to abortions. Or something like that, just talking about how, well, if that woman went and didn't have this abortion, she may not have a career. You know, t- that really sort good. of thing. I mean, I like that. And uh, this one lady, I mean, just like, how dare you? Like, that oh. sort of oh, attitude. Wow. She was uh, a teacher at UTC. Oh, God. So that, like, like well. you know, I'm definitely more liberal on the political spectrum, but that holier than thou like how yeah. dare you you're a man you're not allowed to talk about oh, that's that what she oh was yeah. my god yeah. oh no who do you think's shooting the semen man yeah, like, yeah. wow <laughs> i think i mean i don't know i get it's, there's certain things where i think that people need to stay in their lane but like that's yeah it wasn't even a bad universal yeah, yeah. Like, it does i think that's everyone but get a, long short yeah. of it is we hardly get any hecklers here like it's a really, really? yeah I, that's the only time I can recall that I've seen one that's like actually interacting with somebody behind the mic. Usually they'll snicker or whatever, and but it's never like, yeah, shut up. You know, it's never yeah. that. Yeah. We have a really fun crowd work based show oh, in yeah. Pittsburgh um, at a meadery. So it, it's, it's got like this really great following too. Like people come back every, like every uh, month that it's, that it's on and it's uh, heckler's amnesty. Ooh, so yeah. if you want, and here's the thing, you're going to get absolutely sizzled if you, if you heckle a, a comic that's there for a crowd work show, but, uh, it's, it's a really fun to watch the interactions and see people do things. Uh, I always love watching co- things that are like stand up adjacent. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't exactly your material. This isn't exactly your comfort zone, but you're doing the stand up art form, that's um, cool. in a, in an interactive way. Yeah. Uh, I know there's probably, um, I've definitely noticed a lot more female comics recently because I feel like it used to be very male dominated and now it's like pretty even. Um, For any like female comics that are like wanting to get involved or like start their set or don't really know where to go, what do you recommend as like kind of first steps, like, you know, kind of getting in, getting your foot in the door? I mean, for me, if you are more like a, uh, like education based, maybe go to a class like what I did. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing, like we have conversations about all this because we have like new girls come up. Just go. Like it is. That sounds like very simple, but just go to mics and like mm-hmm. also know going to mics. It is still super male dominated. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you're yeah. gonna be going into bars and you're gonna be like one of maybe maybe five women. Yeah, and those women have been doing it forever and they're probably not gonna like put you in their arms and like take you with like it's right. going to be a very singular thing unless you go with a friend and like that's a huge hump that a lot of people yeah especially women because we've talked to women and we're in groups where they're like we just don't feel comfortable and I'm like there's no other way around that yeah but once yeah. you get over that hump which is usually like six or eight months like there's going to be a woman there's going to be a comic that's like oh you've been here for like six months like yeah here you go. Now mm-hmm. we're gonna like show you what's happening. Yeah, you have to prove yourself. Yeah, you do. You and so many so many people will come out, try it, 
realize they're not immediately successful and then they'll 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 just drop it Mm -hmm. we'll never see them again so it's really difficult to continuously put yourself out there and be like do you want to do you want to join our our ladies group whenever they're they're not going to stick with it yeah and now they know all the secrets Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and now that like you're and especially if you become friends with someone and they're like okay well We've disappeared now. When do you want to hang out? We're like, well, we're at Mike's every night. So yeah, this is this. So you got to come to us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah, you really do. Like you know, like I think that's what a lot of people need to learn is that you don't just automatically get granted into the club. You have to earn your spot. Yeah, you know, like a you know, like I had a friend that was on a, a a local comedy theater and doing sketch stuff, and she was like, well, they wanted me to go to rehearsal. Like she was on a sketch team. Yeah. She was like, well, they wanted me to go to rehearsal every night, and I'm like. Yeah, Dude, that's what uh, you do. And I was like, when I was when I moved to Chicago and I was at like Second City Improv Olympic, I was like 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I would be do rehearsals. I would go to shows after that. I would sweep the floor and help them cl- like put yeah. bar stools away. I was there all the time because if you're not seen, they don't know you. Yeah, yeah. that's another thing. Go to shows. Yeah, go be mm-hmm. around respect the other comics that you want to be or you want. Like I did that a lot. Like people coming up like we'll do it just like we have our independent comedy club burning bridges and my mm, cool. first year and a half i would just be like butt and see every weekend just like watching the shows they're putting on because mm-hmm. at the time i'm like these people have been doing comedy for like decades like they're so good and then you get friends with them you're like well i've been doing it five years I've been doing mm-hmm. like you think they're like on this huge pedestal but that's what you need yeah you need to think these people are god so mm-hmm. you get in with them and then you realize like you're all like a human being. Mm. Oh, you're all very damaged yeah. people. <laughs> We're yeah. all on a lot of meds. <laughs> it gets yeah. me too is how many people, like I've always sort of understood it because even when I was younger I would sneak and watch like HBO stand-ups and yeah. stuff like that. So I've always been a fan of comedy and just kind of got it, uh, like how it works. It amazes me how many people just think you guys are up there. It's like, well, they're just making it up as they go. Yeah. They're so good at just making it up. That's, Make it look that's, so easy. <laughs> that's a sign of a really I'm good comic, it. though. Because if it sounds like it, the first time you're saying it, yeah. like, on stage, like, that's that's a hallmark of a, <laughs> a very yeah. good comic. Oh. Oh. You good? Um, you in? I don't know what it is. No, I'm not in. Mm. Who are some of y'all's favorite oh. comics? Oh, I'm good. I'm Ali good. Wong is my number oh, one God. favorite comedian. Oh, I love Chelsea Peretti. I love Kathleen She's Madigan. I love a lot of female comics. I love watching female comics perform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I wish I could remember this female comic that I saw at the Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati. She was from uh, New Orleans, and she just blew me away. Her name was Lauren. I think her last name was Saunders. Just... I, I freaking love watching these women just go out and blow it. up a room. That's awesome. I like Wong's good. I like I like John Mulaney. I just oh, he's I can't. so funny. It's so I wish like my top 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 was like a woman, but it's well him. no. I feel like we can all be inspired by each yeah. other, like man or woman, because there's mm-hmm. I mean like at the playing field, it's really just about your delivery and then just yeah. like who you are as a person too. But then so it, it frustrates me where like that's my favorite, but then under that is like all the people she listed and then maybe other like. Taylor Tomlinson I love and just mm-hmm. a lot of those like small chunks that are on Netflix. I mm-hmm. so many women like For sure. Uh, yeah. what's her name? Nicole. She's on the roast all the time. I'm gonna I get her The Sheer Zinger. Yes. Yeah. She Oh El Isla Slashinger? Yes. Oh her, her. okay. She, who, who's the who's other the yeah. She the person who does the roast on Comedy Central, like I I know Whitney wild. Cummings is on a bunch of those. Would Natasha well, starts with an L that Oh last name. Natasha was a Jaro. Yeah. Something like that. Nicole yeah. I really enjoy her. Yeah, she's Dude. the uh pussycat doll girl. Yeah. Your cat is oh my God. trying to be on this podcast. What is her name? She's 
the best of. Kitty cat just knocked my thing off. Kitty cat, kitty cat. Yeah. Does your dicked it up, Daisy? Nikki Glazer. Oh, okay. Nikki Glazer. Yeah. But um, I think what frustrates me if you ask men and like their top like ten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Their top ten is always like just dudes. Yeah. Like that's what frustrates me. Where it's like. I love John Wayne. I think he's great. And then, like, there's other male comics, but it's it's interspersed with women. But then you see, like, these famous, famous men, and they're, like, all my favorites, and they just laundry list of just dudes. Yeah. And I'm, like... Laundry list of their pals. Well, you think about, like, who you relate to and, like, where you see yourself represented, and then that just kind of shows, like, where the representation lies. Yeah. You know, where with a lot of what people relate to. But, you know, like, I have a ton of respect for a lot of... Male and female comics, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's it, it's interesting. That's an interesting yeah. point to bring up. You do, and I think there is something to be said. Like that's how it is in movies and stuff. It's like I'm expected to go to a comedy show and listen to five white dudes in a row and relate to everything that they say mm-hmm. and laugh where I'm supposed to laugh and where a punchline was put. But if I get up and talk about a tampon, they're like, I've never heard of this. Like, what is the like? You they don't put the extra effort in to relate to see that it's a funny joke. Yeah, you know, so like. I, we have to put that effort in for all dude comics, but they don't have to do it for us. And that's why people are like, well, I don't relate to them. I'm like, I can relate to anyone of color who gets up. I can relate to anyone, any dudes who get up. Like, yeah. I, I understand if a joke's funny, but like if we get up and talk about our boobs, that's just too much. Like no one can take that extra step. Like that's what frustrates me. I think it's just like trying to call guys out in everyday life too, because there's a lot of times like guys really think it's perfectly fine to not know anything about the female anatomy. Oh my God. And I started calling them out. Like I had one guy and Tanner knows this. I had to send him a very detailed email. Are you going to drop his name too? No. So he has to just blow up the whole time. You can go ahead and do it. I'll mark down the edit mark if you just want to. But it's just like, you know, like there's there's men who think it's perfectly okay to just go through life and not know anything about women or their bodies. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's okay. No, and it's not. calling them out. And this one guy particularly, I was like, listen, you need to become familiar with the female anatomy. This is why we are no longer going to see each other because oh, like, wow. and it's like, listen, like I think it's absolutely unacceptable that you at your age have no idea how, like I had to explain because he was like, look, he saw like a speculum or something online. And he's like, what's this? And I go okay listen this is this shows me that you are not emotionally mature enough to be around someone like me if I have to like shield myself like if I have to explain things to you that means you don't know what you're doing down there and guess what he did not know what he was doing down there (laughs) not a surprise he like honestly he thought that the like clitoris was inside the vagina and I was like no like and I had to really like explain it to him and I was like yep nope this is not gonna work and he's like well wait why oh my god because of the ignorance, sir. 27. Way too fucking old. Re- and this is recently. No. So I had to explain. And then there was another guy friend of mine who, uh, he's hilarious. Um, and like, we never date her. He's totally in the friend zone. But we, he was making a joke. He's like, oh yeah, Caroline put me in the friend zone. I'm like, I had to explain a pap smear to you. If I have to explain that to you, you don't know what you're doing downstairs. So yeah, you're in the friend zone, dude. Yeah. So you know how to how to work things around and don't get uncomfortable yeah. around a fucking tampon. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you're in the friend zone. That's like something that like I will just like test yeah. dudes at this point. Where like, yeah. If I'm dating you, I was like, I'm going to tell you in detail how in pain I am. Because like, I have an IUD. So I'm like, I'm in pain when I'm on my period for like a week plus. Yeah. And if 
I can't like just scream and tell you that, I was like, we're not. This isn't gonna yeah. work because yeah. you don't understand how painful this can be. Yeah. So sit the fuck down. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like women just kind of like I feel like we're kind of getting our voices now. But I think really just in everyday life, calling people out and being like, no, you're an actual dick for not knowing how the body, how my body works. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to be involved in my life or really like be in my presence, like mm-hmm. you're dick. Yeah. So. I have um I have a joke about a, a period sex, of course, mm-hmm. like like all female oh, it's comics fantastic. do. Fantastic! Oh my gosh! Yeah. And um, I always follow it up with, okay, now that we've lost the men, <laughs> <laughs> and then I go into like a couple like dating tips, just like for the ladies. Yeah. yeah. And then we get the men uh, back at the end. Um, of course, of, of course. course. You gotta get him back. It always yeah. gets me. Uh, uh, you guys did the once a month show last night. At the yeah. Palace is mm-hmm. that always? I didn't make it down there because I ended up getting trashed. But yeah, <laughs> missed you. Noticed you weren't there. You did say yeah. you were gonna come. I was headed there. You and had then... a very successful photography show, and yes. I am so yeah. proud of you. Thank you. you. Did such a good job. I just wish I hadn't drank quite as much. But... That's what you're supposed to do. You're the yeah. photographer. Yeah, but you're the I, artist. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you feel that way now. No joke. Like. I don't know, maybe like 15 minutes ago on the show, I for real thought I was about to vomit. Oh, my God. <laughs> we would have paused and just clapped for you. No, I would have just gotten up, gone to the bathroom. You would have heard me scream in the toilet for a second, <laughs> come back, pick the show back up. It would have been fine. It would have been a first, though. But, uh, no, it always gets me at the palace because they pull in, like, a really well-balanced audience anytime I've been down there of, like, yeah. dudes and ladies. Like, yeah. Like just a good mix. It's not really one or the other, which I, think I don't. I don't know. Not be. that I was expecting like an all female audience or anything, but yeah, yeah. It was yeah. nice. It was a nice mixed audience. I yeah. appreciated. Uh, middle door in the hallway there. But I'm really glad that you that you no, brought it happens, that up because yeah. that is really true. Because it's something I've never really thought of. Because like when I go see comics and you see like the guys in a row and you're like, oh, ha ha ha, how funny. I'm I'm. I'm relating to what you're saying. I'm I'm laughing with your experience that you're sharing with me yeah. versus like they can't give the same courtesy because they're like, ew, lady, gross. Yeah. I don't know what that means. So instead of like they can't even like take themselves like to try and yeah. share an experience with you, That's, which is interesting. It's, it's very weird. Yeah. There's a lot of like in Atlanta, um, maybe just like the comics that I'm friends with, but it's like they're very supportive of other female comics yeah. and very like they very much have like gotten to a point where they're like you're just on the same level as them. If you're like in the same club as them, it's like, cool, you did the same shit that I did. Yeah. Um, so I think like being able to find like your environments where you do feel that way. What sort of, like, what would you recommend to other women who are just kind of starting out? Like, how would you suggest that they kind of, like, stand their ground a little bit or, like, get get that respect level from other comics around them? I think Paige can definitely, like, after I'm done, like, she's light years. She teaches yeah. stuff all the time. Like, well, but you've been yeah. two years, two you years. know. Like, she's so best at, like... Because for me, like, the first two or the first, like, year or whatever, you're just learning. Right. And you don't particularly stand your ground so much as you're just, like, okay, you say yes to everything, then you go yeah. on. But now I've been friends with Paige and our other friend, Amanda, and they're, like, okay, so you have to ask for pay. You mm-hmm. need to ask for, like, yeah. the time. She's, like, you need to not. Like, I just did that today. Like, someone asked for, like, a, like a I don't know, like, an asterisk to a show we were on or something. He's, like, yeah. can you just not do this? And I'm, like. I wouldn't have done this a year ago. I was like, no, you can talk to the person who's running it or you can get someone else to like help you in a roast or something because I was like, I'm not going to 
just like bend to what you want to do. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Someone had tried to tell her that a roast, uh, an aspect of his life was off limits for a roast. And it's just like, no, it's not. Because I said to him, I was like, no, obviously. You shouldn't be getting roasted. If you're sensitive. Yeah. If there's something that you don't think is appropriate, I was like, then back out of the roast. I was like, I said, you can do anything about me. It's like, so how is that fair that you can go dig in my life and figure out Mm -hmm. stuff about me, but I can't talk about something. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And I was like, you can talk to the guy running it and get another partner, but that's not what's going to happen here. Yeah. But I think when you're first starting out, like just watch a woman that you admire or some another comic in mm-hmm. the scene. If you are a woman, it is sometimes better because then you can see like what they you know are putting up because you do have to push back a little harder in right. some aspects about like money and time mm-hmm. and everything. Well, and I think that's any because I mean I do photography mm-hmm. and yeah. it's hard. work and stuff, and so like so taking any craft that you legitimately enjoy, but trying to spin that and make a little money off of it, it's very easy to get walked all over. Oh, yeah. And you have to learn to stick up for yourself. Oh, be yeah. like, I know I like taking pictures, but <laughs> fuck you, pay me. There's yeah. Also, yeah. There's a respect level, though, too, I will say, because I'm two years in, if you, like, want that respect and to be able to push back, you do need to be funny. Yeah. Because there are people that I've interacted with who will demand certain things from, like, you don't have my respect and I'm oh, for sure. I'm like you're not funny enough or you haven't been around enough to be making these demands. Right. Like you do need to pay your dues a little bit. Yeah. But if you're funny, no one's going to deny that at yeah. some point. And then you can be like, Hey, I'm going to request that this isn't happening or that this is what we get paid or like this yeah. is appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really proud of myself. I did. I've done some negotiation, um, for pay recently. That's good. Someone asked me to do a show that was, um, a little bit further outside of the city than, um, then is worth my gas, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, hey, let me know if you have a headlining spot that pays more because that's too yeah, too far out for me to, yeah. to make any money doing it. I had a recent thing like that, Some, uh, which I've been around the block with enough people being like, yeah, we're building a production company. Yeah. Oh, my god! I've been around the block enough with jabronis like that that I've just learned my lesson at this point. But I had a thing where they were trying to get me to edit like a big... Well, it's Chat Talk Tonight, Donnie's show. Yeah. They evidently have like 12, 10 to 12 episodes filmed, but they need somebody to edit it. Oh, wow. And like that's multi-cam shoot. That would be hard if it was one camera. That would yeah. be a lot yeah, of work. that's 12 episodes. And so 12 hour-long episodes of that. Trying to get me to do that shit for free. And it was the same thing. It's like, look, guys, like I'm happy to collaborate, do all this, but I got bills. Yeah. I've yeah. got a bachelor's yeah. degree to do this. I've been doing it 15 years. Well, yeah. Pay me. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I'm even down to give you all a deal. I get it. You're trying to start out. Pay people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you can't find an editor for this? How about you pay people? Like, yeah. that's a good start. Like, well, and that's like that? why I've always trusted you from the beginning with my film festivals as a photographer or anything. Like, I'll send him stuff and be like, hey, like, I like I had a bunch, I needed a sizzle reel done for my, as like a commercial for the podcast mm. or not podcast the uh, the film festivals like to put on Instagram and I was like all right just if you could cut these trailers together make a sizzle reel that way make it Instagram friendly and he did and I was like whatever you want to charge me send it to me and and he did and it's perfect because it's like you have to pay people what they're worth to get quality work but also like you just you just have to pay people yeah. that's just it's, how it is the yeah. yeah. arts though like arts are so taken for granted because there's so many like hobbyists that are out mm-hmm. there that are like I'm just happy to get the exposure yeah. mm-hmm. and the rest of us that are like trying to like 
pay ourselves mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It, it creates it creates such a difficult playing field because they're like, I can have this really shitty drawing for free. Yeah. Or I can pay someone and get something like that's bomb, that's contributing mm-hmm. to their every that's mm-hmm. getting their groceries for the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, money talks, money's tight. It's it, it's difficult to. It, it is. It's very tough. And I try to here locally. I mean, we have a ton of photographers here in town, and I people will get frustrated with me because I maybe like four years ago I was like, no more working for free. Yeah, yeah. not yeah, gonna you do can't. it. And now you've got all these photographers here where they don't want to pay me, but they can go, well, my roommate's body's a photographer. It's like, no, he knows how to buy a camera. Yeah, that's yeah. all he. That's the only skill he employed. Yeah. Maybe saving some money. That's a skill. I tell photographers here, it's like, charge something. Yeah. Well, I'm not really that good. I was like, ask for it. Worst ask they say it, is yeah. no, and it sets up a... a precedent. A, yeah, yeah, precedent. There we go. Of You need to pay people here in town. It doesn't yeah. matter if they enjoy what they're doing. Yeah. It, yeah. But it's taken for granted. I guess people assume, like, oh, you enjoy this. They'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that kind of time. I got bills, yo. I got bills. I've got people that will pay me. Yeah. yeah. That I can do at a, a 7 p.m. show on a Friday, yeah. you know? And just don't do that to your friends either. Like, if you yeah. are asking, like, I asked one of my friends to write my bio, and I paid him. He's like, you didn't have to do that. I was like, dude, you took time out of your day to write my bio that I'm going to use mm-hmm. to submit to festivals. Like, of course I'm going to pay you. Yeah. Like, pay your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just such a, I don't know. It's bullshit. I don't yeah. know. I just try to set the thing here. And it's like that with comedy. It's like that with photography, painting, any creative endeavor. Yeah. I don't know. I just try to tell people, charge something. I, if you charge $10, that's better than nothing because you're not setting up this example that all photography is free or yeah. all, you know. Yeah, I feel you, guy. Yeah. I get super frustrated with no, it. No, I, oh, I yeah. had to, even for bitch beer, because a lot of people, when I first started out, like there were, you know, you start a podcast, there were tons of times that I would buy beer, buy t-shirts each time I was at a brewery to support that brewery because mm-hmm. I needed to earn my place in Atlanta. Now that I'm more established and I have a really great relationship with a lot of places, these newer places are thinking like, oh, I'll get Caroline to come over here and talk about my new beer, beer release. Like I have one and it's a brewery that kind of like doesn't have the best reputation in Atlanta now, but they reached out to me because she was like, oh yeah, I'm a female brewery owner and this, this, and this, and I'd love for you to talk about our beer releases and promote our events and this, this, and this. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to, absolutely. Send her my press kit, nothing. And Uh, then she was talking shit about me saying like, she was charging me to post about my beer. And I was like, no, you asked me to advertise your events, advertise your beer releases, because I have a beer journal where I talk about beers that I'm trying. Nobody gets charged for that because it's what I want to post. But if a brewery, I have uh, a few breweries that sponsor my podcast, and they sponsor me to talk about their beer releases. And I love doing it, and they love it because it's cheap marketing for them, but they are respecting my platform that I have to offer. And that you built. Yes, yeah. and it takes a long time to build it, and it's not free. For me to post about something, like, that's that's content I get really good engagement on, and also I need to believe in the product, and also that person needs to be supportive of me as much as I'm being supportive of them. Yeah. So it's, like, getting that, like, confidence in your own work, but also um, just professionalism, because... Like, as a photographer, comic, like, anything, you can't just walk up and expect to be treated with respect if you don't respect your own talent that you're bringing mm-hmm. to the table. Exactly. So, yeah. Which is also g- gets back to the uh, the financial side of that. Is like, You can undervalue yourself. I know I do it terribly with my photography. Is like, I could probably charge more, but I'm also not super greedy. But 
It yeah. devalues it if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Like, compared to what I used to charge, I'm like, that's weird. And when I started charging more, I got more work. Mm-hmm. I guess because it upped the... Va- I don't know. It's yeah. weird. No, it's true because yeah. you're setting your own market value. I read this article about this woman who... Um, she advertised herself as a cleaning person mm-hmm. and then she wasn't making a whole lot of money and then she advertised herself as like a Marie Kondo style oh, organization yeah. person and charged a lot more and she had a lot. It changed the caliber of her clientele mm-hmm. as well. That's awesome. So that it's it's all about it's all about mm-hmm. how you how you position yourself, I think. Yeah, totally. And, and also being realistic with your scope as well. So like what you touched on earlier, which was like, no, this is what I'm hired to do. If you want something different, you need to like go to yeah. somebody else for that. Because sometimes like I do a lot of consulting work for other festivals. Um, because I run seven film festivals. So a lot of people reach out and they're and I'll be like, sure, give me a breakdown of what you want help with, like what you want advice on, and I charge them a rate. And, but then they'll want like, oh, well, okay, do you reach out to these sponsors for me? I'm like, no, that's you. Like if you want, okay, I can change the scope for you and then I change it and then they get charged a different price because being like upfront about your scope, about first off, like what you're being hired for, what you're there to do. Cause it's super, super easy is like a female comic to be like, oh yeah, we actually need you for a little bit longer this time. Or mm-hmm. like, and they like on the spot, they can kind of like make you uncomfortable in ways where it's like trying to yeah. overextend your and like value of what you're there like, for. Oh yeah, no, I'm not a problem. Like we got this. Yeah. Like, so it's like being confident in that scope and then also being able to, like when people to try to change shit on you, being like, okay, mm-hmm. well, this is how much it is now. And also the advice thing is huge. Like our friend is another female comic that we work with a lot, uh, Amanda Averill. She does a production class now mm-hmm. because she does a lot of producing and she runs uh, Burning Bridges and stuff. And eventually she got to a point, she's like, I, I need to charge people for this. She's like, yeah. I can't just sit down with people at Starbucks and be like, this is how you produce an entire show and this is oh how my you God. charge. Yes. Because like, she did it. This is how you with, pitch. Yeah, this is how you pitch. This is where you go to, br- like, she like lays out like bar shows or like theaters or this and how you like. Oh God, she's got to charge a ton of money for that. She she does. And I've, yeah. I've gone to her class I before. Class it's too. very, very educational. Mm. That's awesome. And she like yeah. shares her PowerPoint presentation with you afterwards as well. So you have your, you can, continue to educate yourself using the tools that she gave you. It's really nice. That's yeah. awesome. But That's again, cool. it's it's seeing seeing the value in your experience mm-hmm. and putting putting the price tag that you think people yeah. will buy. No, and it I don't know. Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. I had a a, a whopper. I had a whopper. <laughs> God, that's a whopper sounds disgusting right now. <laughs> Who could really go God. for a Big Mac though? Oh. No. You don't want any like you don't want gross. You, you don't want, want something greasy. I, I did get up this morning thinking like mm, some Chinese food. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. I've got the time. I would totally I've got get the some time. crab rangoon. I will share some crab rangoon. I just yeah. recently got into crab rangoon because my dad got it's it growing best. up, and mm. I thought it was like so gross for some reason. And I finally got it like this year, and I was like, oh no. No, it's Gary solid. Gary was on to something. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's, it's just cream cheese with some like pink flakes in it. It has like it's crab. It's not. Yeah, yeah it's that. Imitation. It's not even. Crab. Yeah, it's that imitation crab. Yeah, that, like, crab with cream A lot of fiber that they've dipped in whatever. I don't know. I make so crab nice. rangoon. Really? I, I bet you do. It's really good. I'm a Louisiana girl, so I have access to. Thank you for that. I was gonna say, look at that sweater. I know you make crab rangoon. I don't know if it was like a woo thing or like a le- like a gay thing. I don't know what that was. I was like, I was like, what are we talking? About? I don't either, but I'm going with it. Yeah, I make crab she took rangoon. it as a compliment, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, make, I, I will make the shit out of some crab rangoon. It's delicious. I love it. That's impressive. Do you make your own little wontons? 
I don't make the wa- wontons, no. but you can buy the wrappers at the grocery mm. store. Oh, but wow. I, I'll do the mix, and the mix is real good because I'll do the cream cheese, but I mm. use real crab, scallions. Oh, use some like good little spices up in there. Oh, mm. Gotta go to Atlanta. Mm. I want that. Yeah, yeah. No, not, Atlanta, Atlanta's fun. You said you hadn't been to Atlanta. No, we were yeah. going to, but it yeah. just Atlanta's a shit. Changed. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. This is the furthest, not here, but I think Alabama and here is the furthest south I've ever been. Hmm. Yeah. So I've been to Florida. No. <laughs> Florida's something else. Yeah. Tell yeah. me. I've never been it. to Florida. Yeah. It's something else. It's just it's just a, the so many... age differential between the people that you meet there. It's Ooh. just like, oh, we came here to, to die. die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine doing shows there. That'd be yeah. rough. Like, we have an old. We, I love Pittsburgh so much because in the city and then outside of the city is like two different planets. I just love it. So like you go to the outskirts and you start doing shows, it is just people are like 45 and up. Is Pittsburgh inland or is it? It's on a couple of rivers. Yeah, it's, a lot it's on of a rivers. couple of rivers. Okay, so it's not like right on the ocean. No, okay. well, no, what? what? Do you, have you seen? It's in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's not on the ocean. Pennsylvania's not on the ocean? Are you? No. We were raised below the Mason-Dixon line, so we don't really know geography outside of the southeast, because I'm going to be perfectly honest that I was genuinely like, oh, Tanner... What, where was it you said? <laughs> okay, cool. I Next was, to I had Canada, right? Like, that was something I, I got when I went to college. And like, this isn't like bragging, please, for the love of Christ. Like, we were still really bad. But like, I went to a really good public school in Connecticut. And I went to school in like York, Pennsylvania, which like, shout out York. I went to college and people were like, so you live in Canada? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, Connecticut, that's New England. It's like in Canada, like near Canada. I was like, it's the same amount of time from here. Like, it's up. Yeah, like, we're, we're parallel right now. What are you saying? No concept. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it, yeah. We're not the best and the brightest down here in the. In I the mean, South. we couldn't even do our own state's geography properly. We no, like our state line is like, that's what the whole that's Georgia the water thing is yeah. is about. Is Georgia's always trying to steal our water? Oh, jeez. <laughs> because whoever drew the state lines My- back in the day, like. It was off like twenty feet. So technically, Georgia has claimed our water, but yeah. we fight it. All of those, like the surveyors, so my dad just told me that he's such a history buff. They're all hammered when they did it. Like every single surveyor, whatever you call them, like when be. they were doing it, they were just drunk because they were trying to keep warm. Yeah. And so they had, or they, oh no, they weren't trying to keep warm. They couldn't drink the water because they didn't know, so they can, could drink whiskey. Yeah. So that's what they were drinking instead of water to stay hydrated. And every line is just like. Fuck. That's really <laughs> funny. And then you get out like towards like the like middle of the square states. So you're oh, like, those yeah. are the more yeah they were square states. Not That's like one of my them. favorite insults to people. Is like, oh, they're probably just from a square state. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been out, I've been out there, not down south. I did. My parents brought me cross country twice, so I know a lot of the Midwest states. Yeah, yeah. Very gorgeous out there. Geography. Oof. Yeah. But we are not. Surrounded by water. We are very landlocked. I, for yes. some reason, thought it was, like... Lake Erie's in Pennsylvania. Lake Erie's in Pennsylvania and a little bit yeah. of Ohio. It's Tanner like and I just got really excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't know Lake Erie connected if you to Pennsylvania. Go, if you go across... Lake, you do that. If you go across Lake Erie, you're in Canada. It's yeah. only, like, a 20-mile 20 mile, 20 mile, uh, thing. It's probably less than that. I don't know. Yeah, you so, people cross into Canada a lot. Yeah, people, you can go across to Canada from, from Lake Erie. And mm. that's Erie's, I was born in Erie in uh, Pennsylvania. Hmm. 
Pittsburgh has a lot of Canadian people come to visit. Yeah, and I'm gonna pull up a map. Yeah, go look at a map, please. What is the beer? The Canadian beer that like is also a Pittsburgh beer because we're so close. Labat. Labat. Labat's oh, not Labatt. a Pittsburgh Labatt beer. Blue? No, people love it. Like people will purchase it and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's my favorite beer." I'm like, "Why?" They're always. Are you? They're always got um specials on Labat during hockey. Oop, during hockey games. Because what you call oh it from Canada? Yeah. Or no, he's. Is he French or Canadian? He's, uh, or if you're talking about, say, Crosby, he's from Cole Harbor, Canada. Canada? Yeah. Huh. I forgot about New Jersey. That's oh why. I, <laughs> oh I, that's why God. I thought you were on the ocean. Is I forgot see, New Jersey was right there. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, this is delightful. We are learning so much today. We've been through oh, seven yeah, states. Theory, yeah. And it's, it goes across Ohio and uh, yeah. Pennsylvania and New wow. York. And this is Canada right there here. There is not one inch of Pennsylvania that touches an no. ocean. No, uh-uh. No. No. We've got it's rivers I forgot and about lakes. New Jersey. I did, too. I think you can never forget about New Jersey. Jeez no. Louise. We've gone through seven states in three days? Seven wow. states in three days. Is it a nine-hour drive from here to... Yes. Yeah. That's not bad. We broke no. up the trip coming down, though, because we went to uh, Cincinnati, nice. and that was that's about five hours, and then we went to Huntsville, which is six, Chattanooga, which is two from Huntsville, mm-hmm. and then nine, nine home from Chattanooga. Yep. Nice. Chattanooga's fun. Y'all should stop in Asheville. Asheville. Yeah, Asheville's a cool spot. Yeah? Yeah. Or did you say Nashville or Asheville? Asheville. Nashville's yeah. in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah you're According right. to this map you have in front According of you. According to this map. <laughs> so glad we brought it I'm ad. so glad. <coughs> well, uh, I was going to say, i got to wind this thing down here in a minute, but okay. what do you guys have coming up? Any shows? Or is this like the last leg? This is the last leg of our... This was the last last thing that we had to do yeah. um, for the uh, Southern Drive-By Tour that we're on. Um, but uh, coming out title, <laughs> yeah, I, that you endorse. I endorse it. It's I probably so good that you guys did she not designed go to the poster. With that title, because <laughs> okay. uh, it's just a quick little run that we're doing here. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, awesome. but um, this is the last last stop yeah. uh, for yeah. us, and then we're back to shows in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and the other surrounding areas. But the, what's the big thing we have in March is... Burning Bridges Comedy Festival? Yep. What? You're kidding me. You're asking the big... It's huge. I know. It's I was huge. like, I couldn't think of what month it was. Yeah, Burning Bridges Comedy Festival in March. It's going to be awesome. Dope. We get to, you know, help host and help produce some of the stuff, which we're pretty pumped about. Yeah. That's awesome. We're, we're on the team there with the Burning Bridges Comedy Festival. So yeah. talking to the big dogs yeah. over here. That's great. It's like yeah. a power table today. Yeah. 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 Look at this. Yeah. Look at this heavy female power table. Ooh. <laughs> heavy this has only happened one table. other time, actually, really? of where I've had like a full, full lady cast. I get a lot of good like, <laughs> What did you just say? I said erection. Jesus Christ, babe. It's only happened <laughs> once before. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> God, that would be terrible. I mean, that's like back to like fourth or fifth grade. When it does first happen and you're a kid, you're like, what? See, that's the one thing I give dudes. Like, I'll give you guys very little, but that's a huge thing. I can't imagine going through life like, like, just yeah. not knowing. That's got to be just as embarrassing as getting your period. period yeah. yeah. When when you're a kid, like, you're just hitting that puberty age, they just happen. Yeah, no, I know. Like, yeah. and it'll just... Like, watching Big Mouth or Big stay Mouth there a good for one. And Sex Education I've started watching, uh, which I love. And that, there's in, like, we are in a couple episode arcs where he just keeps getting boners. And I'm like, I don't even know how to handle that. I hate being embarrassed. No, there was this little kid, just quick story before we close out here, but I went to Whitewater down in Atlanta. 
and there was this, he was probably oh, 11, 12, hadn't hit the other side of puberty yet. Man, just, I felt so bad for the little dude. Uh, he was like trying to like just shimmy, like stick uh, his ass out. So like on the front, it doesn't look like. It's bulked. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, so just terrible. tent pitched. I felt That's so bad so for sad. him. And yeah. you can't help it. I mean. No, what can you do? Yeah. Anything. You really can't help it. It's, those were rough times. I'm so glad I'm past that. Rest in peace. <laughs> yes. R.I.P. Did you say uh, rest in penis? Rest in penis. (laughs) What do you got coming up, Caroline? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, Actually, uh, Bitch Beer is having, we are having our two-year anniversary on March 15th Mm -hmm. at the Monday Night Garage. This event is going to be awesome. Monday Night Garage donated their entire space. Uh, Very excited about that. Uh, I took that very highly from them because they do not do that. Um, This is going to be a fundraiser for St. Jude. So we're going to have a silent auction. We're going to have a popular hip-hop group that will possibly be performing. Ooh. Very excited about Ooh. that. Very excited. Um, and then we'll have uh, live music. We'll have a DJ. We've got food, all kinds of great things being donated. All ticket sales go towards St. Jude, silent auction items, everything. And people can donate more. Um, St. Jude is very, very close and personal to my heart. My family went through a tough time with St. Jude, which is now doing great. Um, because of St. Jude, they did great things for my family this year. Um, so yeah, want to give back to the organization. Um, Women's Comedy Film Festival is mm. March 28th. Very excited about that. That's going to be at Pont City Market in Atlanta. I'll give you a code for your listeners, okay. Tanner. Um, I'll <laughs> come up with a cool Eventbrite code for everybody to get discounts on tickets. Um, but the night before the 27th, we're having a kickoff party at Wild Heaven Brewery. We're going to have an all-female lineup. It'll be uh, headlined and hosted by Annie Lockwood. She's one of my favorite female comedians in Atlanta, just or just in general. Um, but we'll have a really kick-ass lineup of female comedians. Um, and then, yeah, the whole weekend will be really, really exciting. Uh, but, yeah, March 15th, two-year anniversary for Bitch Beer. And then March 28th, Women's Comedy Film Festival. And then, yeah. Cool. That's me. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, like I said at the top of the show, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. Where's my goddamn ads? There they are. Get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. Uh, And then if you're in town tonight, Bridget Martin is doing their Feral Hogs tour with Hillary Begley down at the Comedy Catch. So get on down to that. Get your Chattabruga and Bruce Guys tickets. You can get those through me. Please do. It helps us out a lot. And uh, yeah, it gives some good data and whatnot, too. Other than that, it's been a good time. Thank you guys for joining me here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been a good time. And we will see you guys next time. I gotta find my button here. (laughs) 